What up, fam? Welcome back to another episode of Snapback Sports. On this episode, we are talking NFL Divisional Round, and we are doing a special FanDuel contest and one last shot at hitting the people's parlay in the NFL season. So let's get it. What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settleman from Snapback Sports on Snapchat and the leader of the Baby Goat fan club and going to the Ravens game on Saturday. And joining me today, and as always, is my longtime best friend and co-host, Abe Granoff. Abe, how you doing tonight? Eh, let's get this thing going. I am fired up. I got yeah, the baby sure goat headband are. on. Sure it's been, are. I mean, I haven't seen Lamar Jackson in action, action yeah. Jackson. Yeah. Uh, it's been, tw- it's going to be 20 days on Saturday since his first game. I was with you the last time he played. So I haven't seen the baby goat and that, that feeling he brings to me as a viewer in almost a month. I'm so ready for it. But first, we have a fun little contest this week. We did it last week. Uh, we'll do it again this week. It's on FanDuel. FanDuel.com backslash snapback. All lowercase and Oh, wow. I can't spell it. Come on. S-N-A-P-B-A-C-K. FanDuel.com backslash. Okay. okay. <laughs> you get the point. Uh, just type that in. And it's $5 to enter. First prize, 125 bucks. Pay out the top 15. Abe and I have created our teams we have some questionable players in there, so oh, lineups no. may... No, I'm not saying like I'm questioning your plays. I'm saying they're questionable to play. So, for example, we both have Will Fuller, so if he doesn't go, we're going to make on, some adjustments. Come on. You, can, you can talk about your roster. <laughs> Let's keep my roster out of your mouth. All right? <laughs> um, I'm here to play. But my core guys are... I'm going Mahomes instead of Lamar. I think that the Texans' defense is just... I mean, Josh Allen looked competent against them. Mahomes is going to look crazy. I paired him with Tyreek. That's kind of my handy handicuff. Uh, I went him over Kelsey because I wanted some Ravens, and I like Andrews. And if I wasn't going to put Lamar, I'd want Andrews. Potentially Ingram, depending on his availability. The Ravens signed a running back, but it was actually for the practice squad to imitate Derrick Henry, which is, you know... It's kind of silly because no one's that big. <laughs> uh, it's like when teams try to sign someone to imitate Lamar. It's just not going to happen. These people aren't created like that. Uh, and then my special extra plays I have, I like Mostert and I like Sanders. I think that they're going to get going on uh, Saturday as well. I don't have any Vikings in my lineup for now, so that's TBD. And I think that Seahawks versus... Um, Seahawks versus Green Bay is going to be a super low-scoring game. So I kind of stayed away. Don't get caught up in the DK Metcalf hype train. He had an incredible game. He's a really good player, but I don't see him replicating that performance. uh, That last game, I don't know. It just just gets to me a little. Anyone Uh, in particular you want to shout out, or you're you're going cards to the vest? No, yeah, cards to the vest for sure. Um I'm going to have to, have to listen to your roster. I like it. I'm going to have to go back, reevaluate mine. Um, I don't like how I told you about some of my plays, but, I mean, listen, I got to have some invested interest in this weekend, and what better way to do this than to get the little fantasy juices going, you know? 
Yep, absolutely. And a All people's right, so, parlay. And a people's parlay. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a, enough on the line to make those not in playoff uh, Super Bowl contention interested. One more time, that's fanduelcom backslash snapback. $5 to enter. By the time you guys hear this, which will be Thursday morning or Friday, uh, there will only be a few slots left. So hurry up and get your entries in fanduelcom backslash snapback. All right, on to the games. Uh, you know where we're going to start. I will be going home Friday night, get a good night's rest, wake up early on Saturday, maybe work out, I don't know, uh, do something crazy, and then head down to M&T Bank Stadium, meet me outside the bank, big trust, how about that? Uh, So you're going to have to cover watching the um, Niners-Vikings game for me, because I will be tailgating in lot H, Uh, and I'll also be handing out some baby merch baby goat merch uh so if you guys want to shoot me a dm on instagram at jack settlement feel free to do that come get some merch uh and let's take some pics potentially a vlog as well but the game so we talked on uh sunday night right after the you know the incident in philadelphia and then i was you know (laughs) the incident that was dk metcalf's murder of the philadelphia eagles I was cautious when I saw Tennessee walk into New England. I've thought, obviously, about this game all week. You know how it goes. And there is not a single doubt in my mind that we are going to absolutely roll through the Tennessee Titans. Your I'm glad, thoughts? I'm glad that you see it that way. Uh, just a wee time ago last week, I felt the same way about my team. Um, so I know... I know what it what it feels like to be you right now. But there's a slight difference in our two teams. Sure, call it what it is. You guys are both zero and zero right now, so yep. I guess we'll see. I'm glad you see it that way because that's why we have two people on the podcast, right? We have someone to say it how they just feel it, and someone to bring them back down to earth, as you've done to me in the past. These Tennessee Titans, man, I'm telling you, something about them. I don't know. I don't know. Listen, I'm not going to go ahead and pick the Titans to win this game. That would be a fool's errand. Okay. But I'm just saying I think it's going to be closer than people think. I think we're going to see a good football game. Everyone thinks add, it's going to be close. Might I add? Just to be I clear, add, that's I'm not saying that's a bad pick. I'm saying it's actually people think it's going to be close. People I, are not I sleeping on the that. Titans. I haven't okay. heard that. You've but, heard Ravens blowout? I've heard no one giving Tennessee a chance. Okay. However, not blowout, but just no one's giving them a fighting chance. However, this will also be the fastest game of all time, right? You better get your food and get in your seat because between these two teams, Baltimore, the number one running team in the... Of all time. Okay, <clears throat> sure, of all time. And I mean, Derek that's Henry, not really a sure. Derek that's Henry, just a fact. That's a fact. Okay, I get it. Okay. Okay. And Derrick Henry, the leading rusher, who ran, what, 55 times last week and Tannehill <laughs> through six. Um, so it's just going to be run, 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 run. Good old-fashioned football for the boomers out there that like the ground and pound. But I, I don't know, man. Lamar from the, I know Lamar's a different player than he was this time last year by light years. But can't forget that first playoff performance against San Diego last year or L.A., whatever they were last year. 
A hundred percent. And I think that's what is on everyone's mind. That's even in Ravens fans' mind. Is like, that is what is most frightening. It's like, what if there was that regression? And honestly, I looked back at the tape. Lamar Jackson, he couldn't complete a pass last year at that point in his career. Like, he couldn't throw a six-yard out. It was embarrassing. He's, like, like you said, it's light years. He can't possibly regress. Could he turn the ball over? Absolutely. Could he fumble? Could his passes not be as perfect? He was, like... So he could not possibly regress to the level he was playing at last year. Also, the play calling was miserable. But we know Same how good the Ravens caller. are. Same play caller. No, different play caller. Greg Roman's now the OC. We had oh, Morning right, Wake last right, year. Right, right, right. Um, everyone knows how good the Ravens are. We do pretty much everything well, except stop the run. So, so definitely that's something an yeah, advantage. And, bo- and both run defenses are bad. Right. So that's definitely an advantage uh, that they can take advantage of our flaw. But here's the thing. The Tennessee Titans defense has not, since they since Ryan Tannehill has started, their defense has held one team under 20 points. And that was the Colts 17, obviously the Patriots last week, but I'm talking regular season. One team, New Orleans hung 38, Houston 24, Oakland 21, uh, Tennessee 42, the Chiefs 32, Carolina 30. So this defense is very, very, very bad. And we know how Tom Brady and that offense was a shell of itself. Now they're going up against the number one offense in the league, uh, maybe the most dynamic offense of all time, matchup nightmares all over the place. And this is what everyone says is two things. One, they're going to give the ball to Henry all day. He's going to rack up a, t- a bunch of yards, keep the ball out of Lamar's hand. He's going to run for 180 like last week. Okay, if he does that and they replicate last week, the Titans outside of the pick six with two seconds left scored 14 points in doing all of that, right? Henry played insanity, and they scored 14 points. If, if Lamar only has eight possessions, he's scoring more than 14 points against that defense. So it's really it, – it, there's just no real way that they can win this game. And then point two is oh, everyone's – That was all one point? That was one point about how – that was okay. one point about how everyone's, like, obsessed with giving Derrick Henry the ball. It's going to be a fast game, blah, is blah, blah. Is the same point? Yes. Or is this new point? Point two. Okay. Point two is such. What did you say? And what has everyone said? For the, how do you beat Lamar Jackson? You get a lead and make him one-dimensional. You make him pass the ball. Okay, so we looked back at the numbers. The Baltimore Ravens have not allowed a first-quarter point, one point, in nine of their last ten games. The Baltimore Ravens' offense is the number one scoring offense in the league in the first quarter. So how in the world do you plan on getting a freaking lead on the Ravens? You can do one thing. You can receive the ball if you win the coin toss. And you can pull out every trick play to try and score on that first possession. Because in his career, he lost to the Chargers last year. We fell behind 12-0 and 20-3. We lost to the Chiefs this year. We fell behind 21-3. That is no doubt the way to beat the Ravens. But since they've fixed the defense with Marcus Peters, number one in the league in defense, since they've fixed the offense, since that Browns game won 12 in a row, you can't get a lead on us. And even if you do, Lamar Jackson has the best numbers when trailing in the league. So... Uh, there's not much the Tennessee Titans can do. If we would just want to look forward to next week, yes, Mahomes could score with the best of them. That's a different conversation. This week, I don't care about Vrabel. I don't care about Henry. Tannehill will play better. A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, John Smith, all of them. Good team, no doubt about it. Their Super Bowl was last week. They eliminated the New England Patriots. This will be a rout. 
That was two points. If you if you are keeping count. Yeah. Um, okay, that was a nice essay. Um, but we have gone. How long have we been recording for so far? Eleven minutes. Eleven minutes. We've been talking about this game probably for nine minutes, and we've yet to bring up the number one topic of this week, and that is rest versus rust. The Titans have been vibing, right? They've um, won a few games down the stretch at the end of the year to get into the playoffs, beating the Texans in Week 17, going to New England, take down the dynasty. They've been rolling, whereas you guys haven't played a meaningful football game three weeks in, in a decade. In a decade. <laughs> um, I don't know. Rest versus rest. Okay, so we have anticipated I this conversation for three weeks, so <laughs> let's hear your standpoint, and I'll give you mine. I'm just saying it's something to think about. No, no I'm doubt about it. It's something to think uh, about. I'll give a shout to my brother. He said, Lamar, I think, can get rid of Russ quicker than most, right? You have well, That's these... something I would expect a Ravens fan to say. No, no, no. I, and he actually, <laughs> I know he only went to Ohio State or goes there, but he made a fair point. There's a difference between someone like Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, who wants to get in a rhythm throwing the ball, who wants to, you know, they don't want to feel that pressure in the in the pocket. They haven't felt that in weeks or a week uh, when they have the bye. Lamar, first play of the game, he's taking the ball, he's juking, he's running, he's getting hit. So I think he's probably more into it, but there is no doubt that there is a rust factor coming into it. So maybe that's the Titans' best chance to get that early lead. On the flip side, there's Andy Reid, number one, and then... Bill Belichick, number two, which is weird to hear Andy Reid ranked ahead of him. But go and get then him, Andy, go get him. Andy. John Harbaugh, number three, off a bye. Uh, uh, Harbaugh eleven and three off a bye. Ravens fourteen. One bye, and- not four buys. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, Harbaugh fourteen and one at home at night for the Ravens. It's just. <laughs> I, I really you have think been on t- Ravens Twitter for the no, past that, for these are just hours number, a day. These are just and what do you expect? As if that's a that's a Shonda. Um, yeah, me. Rest, I have been bettering my mind and getting it off of sports. Okay, I'm but happy for you. I'm just saying. Did you see the, the Ben Simmons to the Knicks rumors today? Okay, that wasn't a rumor. <laughs> We're not getting into that. Just get the hell out of here. I, I actually right. saw one tweet before we hit record, and I was just like trying to understand what it was saying, and I was like. What? <laughs> Wait, the best part is that Knicks fans, not me, because I like Ben. I think he's a good player. Actually, they are they saying, didn't want him. <laughs> yeah, they didn't want Ben. To, we prefer Alfred Payton's jump yeah, okay. shot We're gonna, at twenty-two uh, percent. Um, so Ravens are gonna roll, and I'm gonna. I'm just gonna get ahead of this because I'm ready to do it. All right, are you ready? Yeah. The Baltimore Ravens, when it's all said and done. We'll look back on the season and say this was the greatest football team of all time. Um, they lost to a bunch of dead guys. Correct. And the since then we have six since. new stars it's on defense. Season. It's a whole season. Though. I I but I'm saying the finished product of the Baltimore Ravens 2019 2020 season will go down. The finished product. I get that there's a difference, and that's why they probably won't be considered. But right now we have we have the number one defense in the league and the number one we offense. Know. We, we know. And if we roll, we will go down as such, and I believe we will. So I just wanted to get that out off my chest. My confidence in the Ravens has come back to life. We had the baby goat. Happy birthday to the baby goat. Twenty three. Uh, we're all in the same. Isn't that crazy? What we're going to be doing on Saturday versus him? Yeah, I'll be. Uh... 
don't know what I'm doing Saturday. You're watching the San Francisco 49ers, your favorite team in the league, versus the Minnesota I'm Vikings. so excited for this game. Lizzo's favorite team. Uh, let's get into it. Are you going to go? Are you bold enough to go? You prevented me from picking the Vikings. I knew I wanted to. I thought they could beat the Saints. They're a really good team. You stopped me. I should have done it. Can Kirk Cousins really do this again? We discussed. It is body time, 1 o'clock. So the sun will be out. It's not quite prime time, but you tell me. So these are these are two of my, my teams this year, right? On one hand, the Applebee's waiter, that is Kirk Cousins, versus the cutest of all cuties, that is the 49ers. Jack... Skull, baby. <laughs> Skull. I am all in on Kirk Cousins. I've been saying it all year. The Niners are frauds. If it doesn't happen this week, you can bet your mortgage that it's going to happen next week. But listen, the Vikings are a good team. They are. It's just, can Kirk not F it up? That's all he has to do. Well, I, I disagree. In the playoffs, he's going to have to make plays. And there's no he made plays last week. That throw to Thielen. Like, he did make plays. And they're playing a worse team than they did last week, in my opinion. That's I don't fair. know, man. Uh, this is another game where it's just going to be like good old-fashioned ground and pound in the trenches football. You have uh, two great running attacks with Sam Fran by committee and then Dalvin Cook with the Vikings. Um, I've seen actually some injuries about Thielen and Thiggs. Um, yeah, they've been Thielen banged up all season. Yeah, uh, Thielen and Diggs. Another factor you didn't mention, Jimmy G's first playoff game, definitely yeah. a big a big thing. Um, I saw some stats. You're big that, on experience, right? Listen, I saw some stat today. <laughs> it was that, um, what was it? Oh, okay. People making their first career playoff start for a number one seed are four and five in that game. Wow. And only one quarterback went on to win the Super or maybe even go to the Super Bowl, and it was Kurt Warner. So wow. that points to my experience factor in Jimmy J. I like that. Um, see, experience prevailed last week with, I guess not in the Vikings game, but in the Eagles game. Um, <laughs> so you're going Skull. Listen, I'm, like you're going be skull because you believe it, or because you're just riding out Niners are going to lose. What's going to happen if the Ravens play the Niners in the Super Bowl? Are you even going to be able to record I'm a not, podcast? I'm not watching the game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not watching the game. I actually, I never really thought of that until yeah, just now. That could be tough for you. Oh boy, <laughs> you're gonna be, you're gonna be. I might just let you do that pod by yourself. You're gonna be like, well, the Ravens, you know. If Lamar, and then you're going to be like, well, the Niners are kind of cuties, even though they're in the Super Bowl. No, That's going to be I, tough. I, I could take an angle on that. It would just, I'd have to figure it out. But um, no, uh, You're going to call the think, New Orleans light I actually guys. think that I actually think that Minnesota has a fighter's chance in this game as well. I, totally. think, I think it could go either way, but I think, I just think the Niners are going to disappoint. I just thought about it all year, and I'm sticking with my gut that the Niners yeah, are going at, to disappoint. At this point, you don't. Time. You actually and don't have a choice. Like, it's not like they're playing a team like I don't know, the so, Eagles. Yeah. Okay. Let's not. Someone crap. Like the Bears or yeah, right. someone that was on the verge. Right. Of the this is a this is a complete. They're playing, team. they're playing a complete team in the Minnesota Vikings that were in this same spot two years ago. It was with Case Keenum and not Kirk Cousins, but the defense was intact back then. 
Um, they still had these weapons. So the Vikings have been in this spot before. I've been big on experience, so skull, baby. Let's go, Kirk. <sighs> I mean, I've been saying it all year. I'm on the flip side. Also, I've... an NFC North. I'm not going to get into that game yet, but an NFC North, NFC Championship game. That feels, would be intriguing. Feels right to me this year. Um, I want to pick the Vikings. I actually don't want to pick the Vikings. I I've supported them all year. I think they're a good team. Kirk has clear. He's he's got he's gotten over the hump. He's no longer Applebee's Kirk. He's uh, we'll come up with a new nickname for next season because he's earned his stripes. He's I, earned. I do love Applebee's. He's earned his nickname or his name tag, but. Niners, I think I agree. Close one. I think they win it. They're just more talented on the f- all around the field. I trust Jimmy G to make enough big plays. He did on the road in Seattle. I trust Shanahan as a play caller. I just like them a little more. Give them the home field advantage. And I think they can get over the hump and get to the NFC Championship. I think that's fair. I mean, I'm not going to be surprised with either result, but I just the Niners are not. They, they can't. They can't. <laughs> they can. you're, just, you're just hanging on to that one. Yeah, I just like all year. And yeah. I just, they just have that vibe to me that it's all going to come crashing down. They have these like, it would be a really good story if they did the entire, if they went the entire way and won the Super Bowl, but these aren't the guys. Yeah. These aren't I the guys. think that. Speaking of cuties, I looked at the NBA standings because I've been kind of in NFL mode for yeah. the past month. Like, Gave a real hard look at the NBA standings. Did you know the Denver Nuggets are the two seed? <laughs> yeah. They just love And Jokic playing horrible. Well, he's been playing much better. The other night. Yeah. They he's just been the regular season. Just yeah. like the 49ers. That is my point. Okay. Uh, I think I think it's like the, the smartest third grader. I think that the Niners just happen to be by far the best team left in the NFC. We'll talk about Green Bay Seattle in a little, but... To me, those are the two most fraudulent teams of the whole season. Uh, But first, on to Sunday, Houston, Kansas City. Houston went into Kansas City. I'm excited for this. And beat them. I'm unfortunately not excited because I think it's going to be a blowout. I think if I had to rank all four games of the weekend, I would say my most confident team winning is KC, then it's us, then it's San Fran. And I still have not truly decided who's going to win the, the last game because I just think they're both so fake. But we'll, we'll get to that in a little. Why are you excited for Houston Kansas Because City? I am a, from here on out, snapback <laughs> family, I am a diehard Kansas City Chiefs fan. I have been an Andy Reid supporter my entire life. Loved him in Philadelphia. It was time to part ways. It wasn't any bad blood. It kind of was, but... I've, I'm back in on Andy. He's getting over the hump this year. I am all in on the Kansas City Chiefs. They are going to route the Houston Texans, ride that momentum right into the AFC Championship game, and I'll be excited for that one. Right, and I, I could hear in your voice, and I pray to God they beat the Baltimore Ravens. No, no, that's not that's not what I was thinking. Okay. I'm, I'm, not, um, sure. I'm not sure who's going to be in that game yet. Look, here's the thing. Deshaun Watson, am I crazy? I probably am. To say he's slightly overrated? Explain. 
I think he gets a lot of love because he makes a lot of superhero plays. And he does. He has the most comebacks in the league this year with five. But that's also the most comeback. He's been trailing for a bunch of games. And it's you can't point to the O-line anymore. The O-line's been solid. He has weapons on offense with uh, D-Hop and when Fuller's healthy. The defense has been pretty solid, I would say. Not great, but solid enough. And I don't know, like he went scoreless in the first half last week. If it weren't for the Bills billing themselves, like they probably don't win that game. And then he makes a superhero play, so he gets all the love. I think that he can have those MJ-like performance, LeBron-like performance where he takes over, but he's going to need that and more uh, to beat Kansas City in KC. Although, I do want to point out, I know you've been riding the KC defense all year, so you can claim them as your AFC team for now. Um the KC defense has kind of beaten up on some bad quarterbacks. That's my one thing. I think it's more likely their defense regresses against these good offenses in the playoffs as, like, we were talking about Lamar regressing back to last year's. So that's my one concern with KC. If their defense continues to prove it, a note on them is that Tyron Matthew, who somehow got into the conversation for Defensive Player of the Year, he won Defensive Player of the Month last month, they lost their rookie safety. I think his name is Thornwell, something like that. Uh, that's a huge loss for them, starting safety. So that defense has to adjust, but they've been pretty good. And Andy Reid off a of bye, you know from experience. Um, un- yeah, and, unbelievable. Andy Reid off a of bye. I mean, towards the end of the year, the Chiefs were honestly coming into the playoffs as one of the hottest teams in football. But rusty, some would say. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Who would have that conversation? No, because they needed to win last week They need or two weeks ago. They needed to win in week 17. They got it done. Oh, so rust is only for two weeks. I got you. It's just, it's applicable in other. (laughs) Right. You apply it where you need. No, not where I need, where I deem fit. But, um, yeah, KC's coming in as one of the hottest teams in the the, um, league. Houston barely escaped last week. That, That defense, I just think... Pat Mahomes in this offense is way too much for that defense. It's been it's it's the Texans. What which Texans is going to show up? Sometimes they're stellar, sometimes they're awful. So, I just think in that environment, Arrowhead notoriously one of the hardest places to play. I don't even know the weather, but I feel like every playoff game in Arrowhead has like snow on the ground. Yeah. Um so I just think it's going to be a tough environment. And to your point about Deshaun Watson, listen, the ad uh, Throughout the he had a da- he had an okay year by his. Standard. What do you mean okay year? That, when he came to Baltimore, he was in the MVP conversation. Right, but like in the t- in the whole picture, he still threw for under four thousand yards. He had double digit interceptions. He was less accurate than he's been in his past. So he didn't he didn't progress into this next level quarterback that some people expected him to. Or in my opinion, he didn't. Um, but the offensive line has been atrocious all year. It's been a tough year. For the Texans, that division at first was up for grabs, and everyone was beating everyone. But to say Deshaun Watson's overrated, I think is a little drastic. But to say that he hasn't improved to what people have expected him to yet is something else. It is like he's still really good. Yeah, he's he's a really good player. I just get nervous kind of backing him. I mean, you know, I'll be rooting for the I Texans. I get nervous backing Bill O'Brien if you want to point right. to anything. Right. Well, I mean, that's the biggest that is the biggest 
discrepancy between any side of the ball in any game this weekend is Andy Reid off a bye versus Bill O'Brien. The guy cannot coach a football game. He's held back Watson his whole career. I don't expect anything different. Although Reid in the playoffs is notorious, uh, notoriously known for you know losing a couple timeouts, some challenges, which is a Bill O'Brien special. But I, I just think that game, Mahomes is going to just ball out. And I think that's going to lead up to, let's be honest about one thing. The NFL... You know, they, they like narratives. They like angles. There's no, like, there's nothing more they care about than Mahomes versus Lamar in the AFC Championship. They're getting that game. Because whoever plays in the Super Bowl against whoever the other side is, is fine enough for them. They're getting Mahomes, Lamar. That's just a fact. I mean, well, we'll see. Okay. It's be a good weekend. Uh, the final game is, I have been calling these two teams oh. fraudulent since week one. The Seattle Seahawks and Russell Wilson versus 13-3 and Aaron Rodgers. I will say that the Green Bay defense is has been spectacular. It's been awesome. It's been a bend-on-break like you like to mention. But Rodgers, I said this early in the season, by all advanced numbers, a very average quarterback uh, over the past couple of years, he tends to throw the ball away instead of fitting into those tight windows he used to to kind of avoid interceptions which you would think is fine, but it prevents him to taking shots, which made him so explosive and scary for opposing defenses in the past. This is this is the most interesting game of the week for me. Not that I'm necessarily obsessed with saying it, but uh, I think it's going to be an interesting one. Low scoring, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, oh, this, game, this game still even hurts to talk about, but... I think I mean it's obviously going to come down to the quarterbacks. Like that's what the, everyone's pointing to. It's like it's not it's not the new age. It's like just like the guys who have been the guys for the past years, Russell Wilson versus Aaron Rodgers. Two quarterbacks who have been Russ has been carrying his team the entire year where Rodgers is having people are seeing like maybe you are saying he's regressing and stuff. I don't see it that way. But I listen like you said, Seattle just they just keep finding ways to win games. It's crazy. They're the beneficiary of they've got, I think they have to be stellar on offense to win this game. And like last week they were the beneficiary of a malicious and malignant and wrongful hit. Malignant. Uh, and that's the only reason <laughs> that they that they escaped from Philadelphia. And I just think it's the magic is running out for Seattle similar to what it is how it is San Fran? Do I have any bias in this game? You're damn right I do. I need I it just hurts seeing Seattle. I've always been a fan of Rodgers. I'm going with Rodgers in the pack. And and like we said, the Seahawks like last week they're still one of the most injury prone, I mean, injury ridden teams that we have left. They have injuries all over the all over the ball. Three of their offensive linemen and I think this is going to be another ground-and-pound game. We're going to see a lot of that this weekend, um, even though the Seahawks should give the ball to Russell Wilson 50 times. It, we've seen Pete Carroll in the past yeah, like to take it out of his hands when it matters most. So it, History repeats itself, so I think we see a little bit of that with Seattle. I mean, we've seen this game before. We saw it in, what, 2014 or 15, that yeah. NFC Championship game. That was crazy. That Monday night game with the deep Hail Mary. These games are always a little crazy when the when the Packers. And Any the, game that Russell Wilson plays in is crazy. They yeah, can't play a normal game. They yeah, literally can't. Aaron Rodgers, there's always a Hail Mary involved. So I think this is going to be a, a back-and-forth game. 
But, I mean, I'm, I'm leaning with Green Bay because I also do think they're a better team. They're a better team on the defensive side of the ball, in my opinion. Um, even though they give up a lot of yards, they haven't been giving up a lot of points necessarily. They've got the names. They've brought in the, uh, the pass rush with um, Smith and who's the other one? Uh, well, it's the Smith brothers. Smith brother, are they brothers? No, but like they call them that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, which I told you was going to be a big loss for you guys, but it ended up being worked out for everyone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm rolling with the pack. I think they're better on all sides of the ball, and Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. Is it going to come down to who's going to be the better quarterback? Probably, but I hope so. Yeah, that'll be a fun game to watch, but. Green Bay also has the, the better weapons, so I'm rolling with the pack in this one. I'm also going to roll with the pack on the basis of I think just the Seahawks are more fraudulent than the Packers. I think the I think the the team that goes to the Super Bowl comes from the Vikings Sam Fran team. I obviously think Sam Fran. Do you feel different? You th- you have Minnesota winning. The winner you- of this Green Bay Seattle game is going to the Super Bowl. Wow. Okay. Um, Wait a second. Let me. Yeah. No, Let me figure that out. It would be because Green Bay versus Minnesota at in I'm saying even if Seattle wins, they would be home. So yeah, okay. No way Kirk Cousins goes to <laughs> Seattle wins that game. No way. Uh, I don't think we're gonna get to see it, but um, the that one X fun. factor that would be fun. The one X factor where the Seahawks should have an upper hand is the the flaw of the Packers defense is the rush defense. The problem is they're missing Carson. I think. Lynch has looked, I mean, he looks terrible. Homer. Yeah, remember when you were in my ear about Marshawn Lynch and how and how much less of a drop-off it is from Chris Carson? I mean, as a, this is the difference. They have Lynch as the goal line back. I thought he was going to be more of a runner. They're using Homer to run. That guy cannot run a football. I've never seen anything like it. How is that the best running back left on the market? An interesting one could be maybe Turbin gets some touches. I don't know. Like, they, they yeah, just I mean, look he, anemic he knows, running he knows the ball. the offense. I, listen, Homer, he went to uh, Miami, didn't he? I don't know. I think he went to Miami. Um I think you can get some carries out of him. Marshawn Lynch is obviously clearly not in NFL game shape. He's just fun to throw in on the goal line, and he makes a two-yard run look like a six-yard run because it takes that long to bring him down. <laughs> um, but other than that, he's not going to affect it. I don't see him having a big – because I've seen like props like over under Marshawn Lynch's biggest run, like 20 and a half, 21 and a half yards. Yeah. yeah I don't see that happening anymore. Yeah. What do you have, six carries for seven yards? And touchdown <laughs> yeah. He didn't do anything except yeah. score, obviously. Um, all right, on to the people's parlay, kind of our last four-game slate. So we have four games to pick. I'm going to take the AFC. You're going to take the NFC. Two things to point out. I will admit, uh, close to double digits, 9.5 for Ravens and Kansas City, is a ton of points in a playoff game. I mean, this is the playoffs. This is where the best teams left are playing football. And a point that you will enjoy, uh, teams – off a road win, so stay with me here. Off a road win, who are then on the road again, so hypothetically lower seeded wild card Titans teams. And the Titans, Titans, and the Vikings, Vikings, who are getting seven points or more. So that again, the Vikings are seven point underdogs. Titans nine and a half okay. are ten and one against the spread. Ten. So the theory, I guess, is you know the teams that's, a that's six or first rust. 
Well, it's rest for, yeah, it's rest you have, right and I think you have what I would imagine is normally a six, sometimes maybe a five seed winning. No, it has winning. to be a wild card team versus a one or two, so chances right. are it's rest, it's rest versus rust. There I'm you go, sa- prime it's example. Re- it's rest versus rust, but it's also, I think, just a disrespect from the market, right? It's like, okay, it's a 14-2 Ravens team and a 13-3 Niners team against a team, okay, they won, but, like, Perfect. how good so are they? we're going to take the Vikings plus seven and the Titans plus nine and a half. Like I said, you will have the <laughs> NFC. That's your specialty. That's where your team no, reigns from. No, you got to follow the trend, no? Come on. Bro. No, because there's this a loss the in there. So use the your trends now. as you like. Um, Wait a second. I'm not... I have a question. I have a question. Yeah. So the Ravens are 14 and two. That's correct. And the Titans are nine and seven. That's correct. So the Ravens have a better chance to win. That's correct. So that's because they have a high win percentage, similar to this trend. So why that's don't correct. we go with the trend, who has a very high winning percentage, and take the Titans because we care about our listeners? Because the trend can only lead you so far. It's a trend that kind of gives you factors and things to think about. But that's listen, a, that's a pretty decent sample size. It is, but the Ravens versus the Titans is a completely different game listen, than, I am just than these past trends. Behalf, so, I'm like I said, half of the greater good. Is yes, this is for the people. Like I said, I will take care of the AFC. You will handle the NFC. So, go, is the Vikings plus seven? Or do you want to risk the money line? What is your first selection? Vikings plus seven. Okay, so you're following the trend. Hopefully that part goes to 11-1. And I care about our people. I, as do I, which is why I'm going to give two winning picks in the AFC. And your other pick, uh, do you, are you going Green Bay minus four? Are you going Seattle plus four or over under 47? I don't like this line because I feel like it's a field goal game, but I really don't want to bet on Seattle. You know what I mean? Yep. Mm, this is like heart versus head when you're betting with this. Um, Remind Reminder that we are due for the people's parlay. So whichever way you go, just make sure it's correct. Okay. In Lambo over under 47. It's not my pick, but my angle on this is I agree with you. It feels like field goal to four to five points. I think it's going to be low scoring. Under would be my pick. That I'm going to take that myself. But I'm know. gonna I'm gonna take the over. <laughs> I'm gonna take the over. Explanation is sometimes you feel it. Okay. Sometimes, All right. sometimes you feel it. So, NFC, Abe's going over 47 Green Bay, Seattle. I'm betting on the quarterbacks. I'm betting on the quarterbacks. Because that's, that's fair. It's the matchup to watch. It's the Fox game. It feels like the Buck Aikman. Hopefully, we'll get a shootout. And I'm Listen, I'm, I'm betting for what we all want. And to bet on two guys like Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, I, I like my chances. Right. Like Don't bet said, against them. It makes unders are boring. Two fraudulent teams. Um, so... It depends which side of the ball shows up fraudulent on Sunday, but I'm going with the over, and I'm feeling it. Okay. So Vikings plus seven and over 47. All right. In the AFC. Trends. I'm going to buck the trend and take the Ravens minus nine and a half. don't say. I, listen, I will, I will, if the Chiefs are six-point underdogs next week, I will probably take, tell you to take the Chiefs. But this week, I just think it's a nightmare of a matchup for Tennessee. Um, we talked about it. I'm not going to go back into it unless you want me to recap my two points from earlier. No, no, you're okay. good. Yep. So Ravens minus 9.5. I also think Kansas City wins in a blowout. 
I'm wavering between that and the over. I think no one's really going to stop Kansas City. I think they put up 30-plus points, maybe even 35. Can Houston get those 17 points that we would need? I'm just going to play it safe. I'm going KC minus 9.5. Two AFC blowouts. The games to watch this week will be in the NFC. And then next week, Lamar versus Mahomes. Don't forget to enter our FanDuel contest, fanduel.com backslash snapback, where I'm going to win the money and then, uh, I don't know, I'll give it away or something. But I'm excited. Playoffs finally here for the Ravens. Lot H at the tailgate. Come get your merch. Abe, any last parting words yeah, I mean, for, for the fans? Yeah, for those fam? who stuck around, the lucky winners, we can talk about the sports that are going on in today's okay. day and age. And that sure. is... The greatest of all time Jeopardy tournament. I know you've been locked into it. I'm an avid Jeopardy fan. Um, we saw a night, before, for those who don't know, um, Jeopardy, show for 40 years. The greatest of all time tournament going on right now. you got Jeopardy James, who's the, the new NBA of Jeopardy players. The greatest <laughs> of all time, in my opinion. Ken Jennings, can he play in today's pace of play? We're learning. And this other guy, Brad Rutter. But Brad can piss off. Uh, night one, Ken came out quick. Showed that showed he can play with the young guys. Was all over the buzzer, and James didn't look himself. Wasn't playing that strict play. Wasn't finding the daily doubles. Ended up only losing by two hundred. So you felt that tonight James was going to come back, battle back. Um, he did that. He played his aggression style, going all in on a daily double at around twenty four thousand with the aggressive play. A lot of you like to see this from James. And now we got one one Ken Jennings and James. Round three coming tomorrow night. First to three matches. Talk to me about this other cat who's like, you know. Brad Rutter needs yeah. to kick rocks. <laughs> this guy, first off, he's a Philly guy, but Philly is not a Brad guy. Let that just be known. He's from Lancaster, PA. Um, so he was on the show when the show had a rule you can only win five times in a row. This was back in, he's an old dude. Um, so he won five times in a row and he gets kicked off the show and then he kept coming back and winning tournaments of champions, all-star, a bunch of tournaments. So he is the number one money holder of all time with Jeopardy with like four and a half million dollars. But he hasn't shown that he could go on these long streaks. He just shows up and plays all the time. So no one really knew about this guy's potential. And let me tell you, in round one, he stole all the double Jeopardies, pissed them away, got every single one wrong. And tonight he finished in the negative. This guy stinks, and he's annoying. <laughs> Not Have a big you been watching? Fan. No, I I honestly haven't. I've been following a little. It could do, you, it could do you some good. It could do okay. you some good. I'll tune in. When's the next episode? Tomorrow night, round three. How um, many rounds know. are they doing? So here's the format. So usually a typical <laughs> Jeopardy episode is thirty minutes long. Um. These are our specials, so they do two games in a back-to-back. And the winner of – that's one match is the one hour. And the winner of the match is determined by the combined money in both games. So you're getting numbers in the 80,000s because you have games of 30,000. Do they actually get to keep this money? Um, I don't think so, but the winner gets a million dollars. Oh, okay. So that would – that's less. And you know what? You know who we need on the pod is Jeopardy, Jeopardy James. James. He's a sports better. He He's could be the better. one that completes the people's parlay. Um, um, he is also oh. a great personality on Twitter. But, hey, this is the sports that I'm into nowadays. 
I might be getting into The Bachelor. We can start discussing that, but I'm off this danger that is the NFL. <laughs> Did and- you want to – we're going to do our national championship preview uh, on Monday, of course, but did you want to add in that pick into the people's parlay or we're playing it safe? No, I'm going to save it, but I'm just going to okay. say go Tigers. Okay? Good. Wait. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well done, well done, well exactly. done. Um, all right, Snapback fam, thank you guys for tuning in. As always, rate, subscribe, share with your friends. We, uh, we're we trying to take this pod to the next level in 2020. So we can get Jeopardy James. Yeah, so we can get that Jeopardy James. Go. But hopefully some, some pretty cool guests coming up throughout the playoffs and uh, Super Bowl. I have been sending multiple DMs to Mr. James. Okay. Um, so LeBron James, Jeopardy no, James, no. Uh, Derwin LeBron. James. LeBron. LeBron. Okay. Um, so I'll let you guys know how that goes, and hopefully 2020 is a big year for us. All right, Snapback fam. Thank Talking you guys. Uh, much love. Talk soon. Go Chiefs. <laughs>